Now, both of you have done a theme tune for Bond movies. Tom, you did Thunderball. Surely you've done, what, three Bond themes? How did that come about? Mm, Yes, I am the voice of Bond, darling. The diamonds they are forever saw, the moon raker their house, the gold finger, all the songs, my darling. Hmm. What do you think of the more recent efforts, then? Goldeneye? I love Tina, but she doesn't have the range. I'm sorry, Tina, I love you, I adore you, you know I love you, but you don't have the range. Hmm. I must say I'm particularly fond of Garbage's The World Is Not Enough. Oh, Manson, I love her to bits, but she doesn't have the range. Show Crow? She doesn't have the range. Tomorrow never dies. There, that's how it should be sung. Hmm. Is there anyone you like? What about um, Gladys Knight? She doesn't have the range. Sheena Easton? She doesn't have the range. Paul McCartney? She doesn't have the range. Shirley Bassey? She doesn't have the range. I'm sorry, Shirley. I love her to bits, but she doesn't have the range. But that's you. I don't care. I don't have the range. Hmm. <laughs> when you read your damn okay. stuff. I don't have the range. Okay. I know that's me. <laughs> and I don't have the range. Wow. Shirley Bassey. Ooh, yes, that was a comedy spoof of Shirley Bassey. <laughs> um, hilarious little UK spoof. It was. And that was just like a snippet of... I don't Nine know minutes of foolery. Video. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Nine minutes of foolery. You guys need to go check it out on YouTube. Okay, okay. <laughs> Maybe we can link it in the show. I don't know. Yeah, we, can we do that? I don't know. But hi, up, guys. <laughs> How are you? Welcome to another episode of the Hung Up Podcast where you may not have the range. Mm. Right? Yes, where <laughs> you may be. <sighs> I don't know. The voice Shit. of Bond. The f- <laughs> you made me the okay. one. Diamonds they off have a I'm sure. I'm, I'm sorry, Shirley. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, but we'll <laughs> never hang up on you. Okay? <laughs> As always, I am P. Ryan. You can find me on Instagram and the Twitter at I am P-R-Y-A-N. Yep, and I'm Eric. You can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at E. Dante Cole. All one word. Yes. And you know, if you search hard enough, you can find us both on Instagram and Twitter at H-U-N-G-U-P-P-O-D. And on Facebook at Facebook.com slash HungUpPod. Absolutely. And we really enjoy hearing from you all via text, via comment, via like on SoundCloud, all that beautiful stuff. Keep doing that. But we really like to hear from you via email. Mm. And feel free to send those to hunguppod at gmail.com. We'd also love to hear from you uh, via phone. Okay. Give these telemarketers and these spam callers <laughs> a run for their money. Okay? Sally Maiden found me. Okay? We Through need the, you to find us, Google too. the Google number. Okay? Hung up high. Find us, too. Give her a run for her money. Okay? <laughs> and thank you guys so much for your ratings and reviews. Keep those girls coming on yeah. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, yeah. SoundCloud, keep Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere that you can so, find wow. them in. Right? Will make you sing like Shirley Bassey. Yeah, and pick up where you left off because it's been the rain has been kind of like sitting iffy. Okay, for a minute at sixty two. Can y'all? You know, we asked y'all before the new year to get us to a hundred. To get us to a hundred. But maybe that was too far fetched of a goal. Get us to sixty nine. It certainly was. Okay, get us to sixty (laughs) nine. By when? We got to set milestones and expectations. By Valentine's Day, we would love a sixty nine on a Valentine's Day. Can we clink on that? We can't clink. We can't clink. We got plastic cups. (laughs) Excuse me. 
We red cup in the night. This y'all. episode was brought to you by some Merlot and some um unless he's Jim genuine. Bean. Oh, Jim Beam. G- Jim genuine Jim Beam. Okay. A genuine is right there. The funny story, um speaking of genuine, mm-hmm. the, the singer, you know, he he from Merlin. Mm-hmm. I used to work at, I think this was KFC. I, I had so many jobs mm-hmm. back when I was in high school. He pulled up in the drive-thru. Okay. Yeah, he was an asshole. Oh, was he? Yeah, he was. Listen, I would have thrown him a thigh, if you know what I mean. <laughs> okay. Right at that forehead. Okay. And left a grease spot. Mm-mm. Well, you I know what you was Wrong thigh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would have left a grease spot. So oh, it would have. <laughs> a little almond oil spot. Okay. Oh. A little caster spot. Okay. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> yes. I'm here for it, and I think he would have definitely been here for it. That yeah. might have, you know, lightened his day up because he was pissed. Mm-hmm. We probably fucked his order up. Oh, no. But that's what you do when you're a teenager and you work in fast food. You get flustered. So, you, yeah, you literally get flustered. You can't handle it. Like, right. cheeseburger. Bitch, what? Fries? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay? I was up there at Abercrombie not knowing how to fold these damn clothes. People ask, do you have a oh, small a size? I'm like, bitch, no. I don't got nothing. <laughs> It is, and I hate that 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 refolded. First of shit. all, you can barely see that shit... dark ass store. Then they got the perfume all over setting off my asthma. I don't have anything. I don't know. Just flustered. Flustered. <laughs> okay. You. I hated that during clearance time. You talking about refolding this stuff. They gonna Bitch, come and tear this and shit up right. in five seconds. Listen, <sighs> like, is the product just... placed properly? Like, who cares, girl? After the, the product... first hour, it's gonna be on the floor. But yes, knock the product <laughs> on the floor. That's what the kids are. Anyway, anyway, let's get back on track here. Check in or listener feedback. Let's do some listener feedback first. Okay. Do we so, have any? I think we, got, we do. We got a lot, low key, oh, or a good amount. Oh, so okay. I got up, um, I received a lot of feedback. Hit us with like some ratings our, on iTunes. How about that? Oh, okay. a five star. Don't forget, get us to 69. Oh, but yeah, yeah we got a lot of feedback from our unconditional love episode, particularly from friends of the show, Brysington um, hey, and my homegirl from Afrosexology, Delisha. Right? Hey, Delisha. And yes. so Delisha, we had a conversation and she was kind of just uh, she what stuck out to her was kind of how we got acclimated to unconditional love um, through kind of like God. So we're just like, God loves you unconditionally. But she raised the question, and like, I don't care if this turns into like a partial conversation on the <laughs> show, but she was just like, does he love unconditionally? Right? And she referenced the Old Testament. She was just like, when them niggas were acting up, he sent a full flood. Right? Or when Sodom and Gomorrah was acting brand new, he was just like, all right. That was the old. Don't I judge a you. man by his past. Right? Okay. Oh, no, but my We got to look at the new where Jesus came. Well, my word says that he's consistent. So he was the same in the old and in the new, right? If it's a he. Well, okay. I'm just saying, historically looking at the Bible, two mm-hmm. different parts. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, but go ahead. Yeah. And so, but even in the New Testament, Jesus was out here flipping tables, right? We all out here flipping tables. Yes. So, Delisha was just like, do you think his love is unconditional? And so, I was wondering what you thought about that. I mean, I don't really... Let's be real. I don't know him personally. Okay. <laughs> I know people... I mean, like, I know... I don't know. I'm just sitting here looking go, at you. <laughs> people go around saying, I know him for myself. Okay. Okay, I know girl. him for myself, like, girl. Listen, I don't know. <laughs> it's... I think it's a faith and a belief in something... Um, 
that helps you not just get through hard times, but helps you with a lot of shit. And I think it's objective. Mm. It's different person to person. So do, do I think God's love is unconditional? I mean, to your point, the Bible does say he is also a jealous guy. He doesn't want you worshiping any false idols. Mm. Right? So does he love unconditionally? I guess when you look look at it black and white, no. Hmm. Um, but I think I think Jesus is the people. He is us. He represents who we are, right? So, you know, would it it wouldn't surprise me that he didn't love unconditionally. Mm-hmm. Or, but I mean, I feel like the way that he walked. You know what I mean? I think it's. I don't know. This is this is a very tricky question, and I don't think there's a right or wrong answer sure. to it either. Sure, it's just what because, you think. Because I mean, when you open that up to the world, I mean, you get different responses. From all you know, depending on who you're talking yeah. talking to, so I don't. I think that's something that everyone has to kind of figure out for themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if his love is not unconditional, then in what ways has he shown you that in your life? Mm. I think that's a more important question. You know, more so than what other some what somebody else thinks. I think that if somebody believes for themselves that his love is not unconditional, I think that's something that they got to process. Right. For whatever reason. Right. I have no idea. I was talking to my homegirl and I was just like, despite the flood and despite the, not even despite, but including the flood and including the, um, like Sodom and Gomorrah and all sorts of things. Like I would say that his love is unconditional. Um, I think there was a part in that episode where we talked about boundaries, right? And we talked about the fact that, like, I can love you, but if you don't respect my boundaries, there will be consequences, right? Right. Right. And so I feel like the Old Testament has these examples that, like, you know, similar to, like, the human, even though, like, I'm not really equating God with, like, the human mindset, but I I was thinking that, like, Similar to what we were talking about in that episode, he had set these boundaries, right? And then people blatantly were just like, all right, fuck them boundaries. I'm going to just do what I want to do, right? And I feel like the flood and, you know, any form of destruction that's depicted in the Bible was a Mm -hmm. consequence of individuals not respecting someone who they claim they love, right? Just because I set boundaries for you doesn't mean I don't love you. If that's how you yeah. interpret those stories. Yeah, that's how, yeah, yeah. In and the context of unconditional to, love. Right, and so that's why I go back to it's an individual thing. Mm-hmm. Because it depends on how you really interpret these stories. Like, if you interpret them for exactly how you see them. Mm-hmm. Or if you interpret them as some type of message uh, for, you know... Uh, a lesson. Right. You know, and these are things that we, it didn't just happen one time in our lives. For a lot of us, you know what I mean? When life is not just rough, it's it's, it's hard as hell. This shit happens repeatedly. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think it depends on how you look at these messages and you interpret them for yourself in your life. Right. Pulling less from a, thank you, Delisha, for sharing that. That was really, yeah. Stay provoking my thoughts. Thought-provoking question. 
Bryce, <laughs> friend to the show um, and previous guest on the show, um, sent me this. And I was just like, Bryce, I fucking love you. So he was just like, here are my two cents about unconditional love. So I'm willing to, I'm still learning how to unconditionally love myself in general. So it's been difficult getting to a place where I can unconditionally love under other people. As I continue on this journey, I have been more at peace with my relationships, which has reduced levels of stress and anxiety. However, I find myself subconsciously creating expectations for people that go against who they are at at their core. On the flip side, it's also hard for me to unconditionally love others when they present themselves unauthentically. I'm trying to understand who they are when they don't even realize or accept themselves. All this takes time, especially since we have so many layers. Um, and then, yes. I would just <laughs> say, you know, and I thank you, Bryce. Like, that was really mm-hmm. cool and really dope. I, I would just say we, for myself, I'm very careful on absolutes. So in the context of this response, um, when someone is presenting them, presenting themselves to me as being inauthentic right you know that could be true mm-hmm. it could be not how I feel today I may not feel tomorrow you know and how I feel tomorrow I may not feel a year from now mm-hmm. so that's just something that I'm just a little more conscious about yeah is yeah. absolutes like because I often remind myself Eric especially in times where I'm, I'm stressed out in a situation or Something's happening in my life or I'm involved in a situation where I don't really understand what's going on. I try to remind myself everything isn't what it seems. Mm. And, you know, I find myself doing that. You know, when I'm frustrated with people, you and I have talked about a lot on this show about, you know, how we react to especially friends and family when they don't do the things that we necessarily want them to do or that Mm. we feel like we need them to do. Um. I find myself doing that, you know, even with, you know, friends, close friends and associates, Mm -hmm. like just reminding myself, like, Eric, you may feel this way, but just think like that person may also be going through some things right now that I don't understand. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I think with Bryce, what stuck out, stuck, stuck, stuck stuck out to me um, was kind of this journey of figuring out unconditional love through the lens of like how I love myself. Yeah. That and then how really that like with. impacts yeah, the like way that, that I love others. Like I'm still trying to, her said it, I'm still trying to find myself, let alone a soulmate. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. how do I know? That's really difficult. <laughs> and shout out to Bryce for just like highlighting that journey. Last but not least, it's not a feedback, but I think it ties in so beautifully with like the episode that we had. So on Oprah's Super Soul, um, she had interviewed somebody, uh, this nun, about compassion. So this nun was basically traveling around the world saying that no matter what religion you are, the one thing that's preached in all religions is compassion, right? And one thing that popped out in that conversation was that she said, we talk about love and loving other people and even unconditional love. And I was just like, oh, she just read this whole episode, right? She listened but to it. Maybe? She was just Possibly. like, we have this warped view of what Or this love was an old, like, is this from like. Oh, no, it was recent. How recent? Okay. It was pretty recent. It was like actually one of the new ones that I was just like, I clicked and I was just r- driving. 
Um, but she was just like, we have this warped view of love. And it's very different from mm. what people describe love to be like back in the day. So when like there were kingdoms and like empires and things like that. Back in the day when people talked about love, it wasn't, oh my goodness, I love you so much. I need to hang out with you every waking day. We need to go out to brunch. We need to kiki, right? Love back then, whenever two kingdoms created a treaty for love, it meant that we were warring at one time. Now we're not warring. So if you happen to come under attack, we will care for you. If it so happens that we have plenty and you're in famine, we will provide some we will provide for your needs, right? We will care for you. And so that um guest was basically saying that love is not necessarily I gotta be up your ass, but love could just be I have compassion for you and when you are in need. I got you. Or like if somebody tries to come for you, they're not going to come for you in my presence. Right. And I thought that was such an interesting take on love because like I've been struggling Mm. with loving individuals. I'm not going to. And that's in in a certain sense, because we've been I've been raised. I can't say we I've been raised to think that like, you know, love is having, you know, you build a bond with somebody and that bond has to stay the same forever. Right. Or like. You love your family, so you stick with them through thick and thin, even mm. though they've shown you over and over again that they ain't shit. Yes. Right? Not talking yes. about my family, but I'm just saying in general. Yes. Right? So, for me, I've been struggling, especially in this year when I'm really... And even last year when I've been really trying to shake things up for my life and, like, really just have a renewed spirit. I'm just like, am I really loving? Because I'm very clear that I really don't want to fuck with person X. Right? Mm-hmm. But if they need a piece of bread, I got some sourdough. <laughs> right sourdough no it's for real like if you need some shelter i got you if you need some food you know i'm good for whipping up a plate right if you you know if somebody's talking about you in front of me that's a wrap right does that mean i want to go to the movies with you absolutely not does that mean i want to go kiki with you down the street no not always not always Right? Be careful with them absolutes. And that definition of love, I really rocked with it because love to me is compassion, right? If you are struggling with something, I got your back. Does that mean that I'm going to allow you in every facet of my life? No, because I'm starting Mm. to be very clear about the fact that you may not fit every facet of my life. Mm -hmm. And trying to make you fit that you're square into my circle is going to be unhealthy and is going to have very unhealthy outcomes. And it's only going to shit on me. Mm. And remember, I said, I love me more. Mm. I hope y'all taking notes. So yeah, that wasn't even the episode, but like I, this feedback really kind of just trickled into the episode. And I just like, I thought it would be dope to kind of continue that conversation. If you guys have any feedback yourselves, call us. Don't email us. Okay? Because <laughs> we're going to put you on the show. That's now. our boundary. <laughs> I did have one. I just wanted to thank our guest from last week, Sterling, Sterling Grimes, thank you so very for much. just dropping by and dialing in with everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. And having such a dope conversation surrounding black male educators mm-hmm. and. We just had a great conversation. It was so really if you good. Haven't listened to it? Please make sure you go back and listen to the Miseducation that posted uh, before this one. Okay, the Miseducation of Sterling Grimes. And okay, <laughs> make sure you leave a rating and review on iTunes. That would be great. Yes, five, five stars. Five star. Five star. Five star. Before yeah. you post a three, a four. Oh, first of all, if you're gonna post emails. that, keep it to yourself. Email. Okay, we didn't That's, ask for that. We it, it's, it's, 
Apparently, you're taking some shit personal. Mm-hmm. Come on. Okay. Come you, on. you don't love us. You don't Come have compassion. Re- reach out. And touch somebody's hand. Make this. Oh, you don't know Diana? A better okay. Place. Okay. If you can. And we can do it together. So if there's a problem, just call us because we can work it out together. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you could be calling us right now. Okay. Okay. And you're going to be speaking on what, what the issue Ooh, is. Oh, yeah. If you call us during the show hours, you know we tape on. Ooh, well. We telling them. We can get there. Okay. So if you're interested, come through. Hit us on the Insta, All right. and we can have a live. Mm-hmm. We can <laughs> a live so, what? whatever. A okay, live. a live a live listening. Okay. <laughs> so how are you? Oh shit! We do have to do the check in. It's totes. <laughs> check in time. So wow, this I, I, I'm. I'm well. Okay. I'm I'm great. I'm wonderful. It's happy to see you. Happy to be seen and happy to see you back. Let's see. I still week. see you got this swoop going on. Let me Do tell you. Do you like now, it? It's very cute. From the I top shaped, of January. I cut, I cut my hair and shaved yes, myself. Yes, Eric has been giving us the Cassie. Okay, so he has <laughs> one side shaved and he has the other side swooped. Okay. And it's very cute, okay? No longer Maxine Shaw, attorney at law. You're more Draco Malfoy if he was black. Because my hair is getting long and that yes, shit. Yes, it is. Literally, sometimes my hair literally gets in my eyeball. Yes, yes. <sighs> it's cute. Shout out to you. My hair, I'm, I'm, I have a lot of hair just like on my head and I have this beard. My hair gets in my eyeball. My, my beard, I eat when I'm eating. It gets yeah. caught in my mouth. Yes. It's yes. just shave it off. A lot going on, y'all. Just pray for me. Okay. No, it's not going nowhere. Shave it off, Samson. No. I... Okay. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. He is not his hair. He is right. not his beard. He is not my expectations. No. Ah! Okay. Every time I think about even cutting my hair, snipping it. You lose your strength. No, some Biblical. white person do some bullshit. Because oh, recently, when they made the guy cut his hair, his dreads off mm. before the wrestling match, mm. I seriously, I was thinking about like, yo, Eric, you should cut your hair. Or I was really thinking about like cutting them down to where they were when I first started growing my hair, mm. to be honest with you. Because I was looking back at some pictures, like, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. The shortcut you? It was no when my my hair was like maybe two oh. inches long. Oh, okay. I would say. Now this shit is like Yeah, it's wavy. It's wet and wavy. It's long. Yes, inches. I, inches. I got him. Yes, I got him. I got him. <laughs> you got him. I got him. Yes. But very nice dinner last night with friends and yes. just shout out to Anessa. Mm-hmm. And I know. Yes. Right? Yeah, Anessa and Turquoise. Yes. <laughs> For beautiful home. They're gems. Beautiful home. I had such a great time. Um, you know, and it came at a great time. Mm-hmm. Because I, you know, honestly, adulting this week was a little tougher than usual. Tell them. You know, I went I went through some things. Mm-hmm. But y'all heard me on a few episodes ago. I counted all joy. Yes, Clark Sisters. Go ahead. They have a novel called Counted All Joy. Just go ahead. It's fine. It's what it is. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. I be going through. It's like I and I constantly encounter people on a daily basis that want to grope in mind, grope and and what am I saying? Grope and complain 
about their troubles. Mm. Effie, we, we all got troubles. Mm-hmm. Don't don't focus on that. Effie, we all got pain. We all got pain, so don't focus on that. Somebody asks you how you doing? Mm-hmm. How you doing today? Don't bring look, no. Look. Alright, we all got pain. Keep that shit to the side. Think positive. Okay. Despite the bullshit. Okay. Count it all joy. Yes. Come on, Clint. Are you Karen or Twinkie? Or you, <laughs> you can be Dorinda. I love Dorinda Clark. Hey. I just, because the name Twinkie just does something to me. Twinkie Clark, turn around. <laughs> okay. Pianist extraordinaire. I love a pianist. Yeah, I love a pianist too. So, <laughs> besides my, my, my dinner with friends, I've been just trying to get, uh, you guys know I'm reading Jennifer Lewis's book. I'm trying to, you know, just get through it. It's so good. And I'm just, I'm taking my time. When I read, I'm very intentional. Okay. I, I take my time. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> and if I need to go back and reread, yeah. I do that. Okay. Like, I'm, 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 I take my time. I want to make sure I really... Regurg- not regurgitate because that's taking mm-hmm. taking it in and you absorb putting it back out you absorb I want to absorb mm-hmm. you're an annotating girl and, and, and I <laughs> yes we learned about annotation in AP English <laughs> and if you guys have read Jennifer's book you know that it's, it's just captivating a lot of gems sentence by sentence I mean she's just giving you so much mm-hmm. you know and you have to focus you do because she's giving you a lot and, 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 it, and it's important so getting through her book I'm just her story wow yes W-O-W and besides that, I just wanted to share. So, like, a few weeks ago, I went home and I saw my auntie. Okay, hey, auntie. Shout out to auntie. <laughs> you were so... I love you. Shout out to auntie Agnes and first lady. Oh, I love fucking Agnes. That's my True name. Deliverance Church of God. Yes. Prince George's County. Come on, first lady. Um, she's taking, like, a course. She's pursuing her doctorate degree right now. She's taking some course. I don't know. In divinity? What it was. Something okay. I I, I can't. I, yeah. Don't hold me to that. I won't. Okay. <laughs> and she was doing some type of homework assignment, and she asked me to help her by taking some type of assessment. And she sent me back the results, like literally thirty minutes before you got here. And I was just like browsing through because I got the notification on my phone, and I opened it, and I was just reading through, and it. And the, so the assessment was like three pages long where I had to answer um, several questions about my perspective on different things mm-hmm. and the, how, how the questions were rated were different. So each page like how they scored and how they numbered your responses were it was just a little different but the whole idea was you know how you answer the test is is one of those tests where you get the same question four different ways but they just figure out a way to Mm. make it different Mm -hmm. to really get a true answer for who you are because we know how it is we know come on we know how it is with taking these tests Mm -hmm. you know what I mean it's nothing like same, same thing with applying for jobs we put our best foot forward. We say the things that we, we think people want to hear versus the truth. Sure. So this was one of those assessments that 
had a tool <laughs> mechanism to get around that by asking the same question just in different ways times, yeah, yeah. And, and having different rating systems so I'm just not res- surprised at the results um, number one you tend to be private and serious you, uh, you like people but you have no real need to socialize however you can where the need arises very true you are task oriented and slow paced very true it says you are suited for tax that require precision accuracy very true that's very much my job at work okay and i and i do enjoy doing that um it says you can be very tough-minded and stubborn why once your mind is made up you seldom change it i think i'm working on that as i get older just being more aware Mm -hmm. right um you have high intellectual energies which means you just my mind just never shuts off I'm constantly thinking. Mm. And that's very true too. But I've also found out I've I know ways that I can shut things down when I need to and give myself a break. And that's important. It says your perfection is very true. You have it says you have high standards for yourself and others. I do. Um, at times your standards are impossible to reach reach, causing you to be critical of yourself and others. Very true. It says that you have a very dry and wry sense of humor. Um and the reason why it's called rise because people are never really sure if you're serious or joking. That's very true until you get to know me. Mm. And that's because going to the next thing, it says you have, um, you express yourself as a phlegmatic. Okay. You better be phlegmatic. Very new word. Yeah. I love it. And just in case y'all need to hear it, and I love Google. You need to look up a word. She's that girl. She's that girl. And she's going to speak it. Okay, so when you get on the Twitters, you can, you know, have proper grammar Mm -hmm. and spelling and shit. She declares it with the fruit of her lips. So, phlegmatic. Oh, shit. Phlegmatic. There we go. Okay. Okay. Phlegmatic. Yes. (laughs) And, And I just want to end there because it's... It's a new word to me, but it was kind of cool when I looked it up because it's exactly who I am. Phlegmatic means you are stoutly calm disposition kind of person. Okay. And y'all know me for that. That's who I am. Very cute. <laughs> that sounds like a really interesting. So shout out to test. the assessment. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I don't know if there's a way. If you're interested, I'm sure she needs more people. People to come in her and pool. Take them, them tests. Because people who do research know you want as many. Yeah, you better increase Subjects that sample size. Po- sample, come on, sample size as large as possible. So if you're interested, let me know. I can be a part of the sample. Yeah. So okay. shout out, shout out to Auntie Agnes once again. So moving right along, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. So I, my semester started this week, so I'm back in the schoolhouse. Oh shit! It was a bit of an adjustment. Um, oh, shit. You know, I may have shut my eyes a couple times at the at the school shut table. My, ass. my eyes. Oh, my eyes. <laughs> yes. Like I'm well, never shutting my ass. Open, no. Uh, ooh, we can talk about that. Can we? Anyway, on this episode or another one? Another one. Oh, right. Um. Yeah. So it was an adjustment, really getting acclimated to just like a new sleep schedule and like trying to stay awake in every single class. Um. But I'm here. In the words of Dorinda yeah. Clark Cole, That's you want to talk about. Yeah, your I am body still gets here. used to okay. what it's used to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now that you're in class, you're also having to use more energy to think, yeah. to pay attention. You're processing information. 
Your yes. thoughts, ideas, you're dealing with people. Mm-hmm. I just want to ask the listeners to keep me lifted. Oh, this God. is a Please really Please keep P. Ryan lifted, y'all. Um, semester, you know. He put him on the sh- the sick and shutting list. Oh, I'm neither sick nor shutting, <laughs> but just put me in your <laughs> on prayer On the prayer box, list. Okay? How about that? Yeah, put me in your Not prayer box. Not the sick box. and shutting, shut yeah. but Okay, don't speak that over my life, because I need to be well to do what I need to do. Okay? Especially in the springtime with the pollen. You're right here for speaking speaking positivity. Yeah. Over one's life. You better speak it. Yeah. So yeah, that's so, just me. I'm just okay. a schoolgirl. Okay. okay. Got my skirt on. Come on. It's good to see you. Good to be seen and good to see and you. And I back. like this. What I'm giving tonight. This shirt, even though it's freezing outside. I have a jacket. I love this. Thank you. I've been giving titties and a name necklace all day with my little beanie. Name necklace. I love the pattern. That's and a little beard. The beanie. And you know, I love when you do the the shadow. Hegemonic masculinity. We're coming against the system. I'm just lazy. (sighs) Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Let's jump right into the topic. Let's get into the show an hour later. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So, um... Basically, what I wanted to talk about is this. So, on Twitter, way back in May of 2018, um, XD from XD and Jade on Twitter, he is Xavier Delo. Super hilarious. Um, What's up, man? Every day he has something funny to post to the Twitter, I think. But a while back, he posted this and it really kind of (laughs) stuck with me. It stuck with me. Okay. So, he had tweeted, You can tell that folks are newly woke because it's a cash cow and a quick ride to internet stardom. Mm. These folks never do any of the scholarship that positions themselves to be experts just regurgitation of tweet threads people have been doing for free i think we're doing a strong and grave disservice to ourselves when we discuss things we don't honestly and truly know i've pulled out a lot of these discussions because honestly i don't have the range she doesn't have the range okay and i'm okay with admitting such i wish a lot of people would do the same instead of the status quo i think a lot of the disconnect And what has made Twitter draining is because many of us are conflating opinion with fact. Mm -hmm. Also, because we're in a space of many people capitalizing on their opinions, and folks want a piece of that too. Yeah. And now we're opinions become facts Mm -hmm. in this day and age. And so, although he posted this all the way in May, I believe Mm -hmm. that Mother XD has a spirit of discernment. Okay, and he may have a you know where it says young men will see visions and old men will dream dreams. I yeah, believe he's had hey had a vision yeah. because now we're surrounded by so many things like Bill Cosby, R. Kelly, Ed Buck, Kanye, the recent furlough, right? Mm. And it feels like everybody has to chime in. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a, an opinion. Everybody it becomes you know a music exec. Every as exec, excuse me. Everybody is, comes like a political yeah, uh, commentator. What America everybody wants. is like an expert on yeah. trauma and you know what it entails. And I think in the flood of these opinions, there's a lot of bullshit that comes out of it. Yeah, everybody wants a piece. Everyone wants a say, and mm-hmm. there's a platform for that. Yeah. So that's what it is. But it gets really draining. I think back to recently, you know, we are in a lot of social circles that overlap, right? Mm-hmm. And um, in so many of these circles, I've noticed that even with the surviving R. Kelly situation, people wanted to know everyone's opinions, right? And so you were kind of invited to share, mm-hmm. right? But <laughs> mm-hmm. I believe those who were quick to share mm. wanted to be heard. Right? Yeah. Right? Like wanted that. to be heard. Yeah. And so they just put whatever it was out into the ether. Because there's a platform right. for that. And when I took that in, I was just like, 
you could have kept this, right? Because it, it it sounded like fact, but you saw that it was nothing. But it was very much what XD was was mm-hmm. explaining. It's a whole bunch of opinion. It's a whole bunch of regurgitation of what you can pull from Twitter, from Instagram, from from uh, BuzzFeed. Yeah, and right? I think what's but, important yeah. to say is that it's also it's things that it's not just opinion. It's opinions that we don't agree with, or it's opinions that make us feel away, mm-hmm. or it's opinions that make trigger us in a negative way. Mm-hmm. It's not just opinions. I just want to make sure we're clear about sure. at least this is how I'm receiving all right. of this. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's opinions that yeah. I could jump on the train and say it's opinions that make us feel away, but even in just some of the conversations that I've witnessed have been exposed to us. I, I can't say I necessarily felt away, but my first thought was kind of just like, where did you get this? But is in what in what article did this? You know what I mean. When I hear "feel away," I feel like more like I have this like strong, strong emotional, emotional tie to it. To, but for me, yeah, I was just yeah. like, "Where can I look this up from like an evidence based article and like say, okay, this makes sense." But I feel like feeling away is just knowing that okay. as soon as you see that information yeah. and not even questioning it yeah. to that individual, like just letting them have that space, mm. knowing that yeah, I don't agree with this individual. You know what I mean. And whether or not we choose to engage them is up to us, mm-hmm. right? If we're attempting to open up some dialogue or bring some different insight into a conversation, like, that's completely up to the individual, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just... Right. Yeah. So, I just think there are a lot of people who put things just out into the ether. That's true. Right? And they seem up very, like, opinion-based. And so... When I was taking it in, I just felt like because there was nothing that I could reference that is just like, okay, this makes sense. To me, it was, I thought that like maybe what they were putting out there could do a lot more harm than good. And it made me actually reflect. Sometimes it can. Absolutely. Yeah, it re- I agree. It made me reflect on just like not having the range for certain conversations. And, you know, as everyone's trying to, as XD said, is trying to be super, super woke. I'm realizing that I'm not involving myself in a lot of conversations because I truly don't have the range, right? Mm -hmm. And so I just wanted to kick off the conversation by sharing, like, you know, having us share what what topics or conversations do we really just not have the range on? You know, I think that's subjective, Mm -hmm. number one. I think that's the most important thing. Yeah. But the second most important thing is... I'll go back to what I was saying before. Absolutes. So what I may not be woke on today, being woke is a process. Mm -hmm. You know, being woke is subjective because everyone has their opinion of what being woke is or what we should be knowledgeable knowledgeable about or, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm just imagining, you know, some, uh, uh, you know, a, casual interaction between two people and you know one of the other you know people doesn't necessarily know you know something that happened in the community that they live in that's of importance or had put people in danger Mm -hmm. and the other person responding like you didn't know that you know even those type of responses you know can demean someone it's just like because you don't have the knowledge that i have that puts you on a different level that's below me who who am I to say that? Well, I don't think it puts you on a level below. So like maybe I'm I just can saying rephrase that type yeah. of response, I believe, yeah. does that. Yeah. Or someone can interpret that type of response as, you know what I mean, but 
I think, you know, becoming woke is a process. Yeah. So what you know now is going to be different from what you know five years from now. And you could very well, you know, agree Mm -hmm. with this same person that you disagreed with at one point. You can agree with them at the same point on a different topic Mm -hmm. or at a later date. You can agree with them on the same topic. Yeah. So it's just like, again, I go back to the absolutes. Like, I can't. I can't just like put it in one thing in one column and seal the box and just say it's done. Sure. Would you say that there's a topic that you'd like to know more about because your range is maybe limited? Yeah. But, and we talked about this a little bit before we did the show. I don't know what I don't know. Mm -hmm. So I'll I'll say that, Mm -hmm. right? I don't know what I don't know. And of course I would like to know about those things that I should know about or might be important or, you know, may enable me to help myself or help someone else. Of course. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I don't know what I don't know. But I have that intention, you know, to do good and to do well. But um, the things that I currently know about that I would like to know more about or that I feel like I'm not very woke about, yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, there are things because I don't, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in my own family's Genealogy. I don't know really hardly anything about that. Mm-hmm. I would like to know more about that. I would like to know more about the, you know, to my understanding, you know, Black Wall Street was a thing, but there were other instances in history where Black communities were thriving and really doing a damn thing. And, you know, racist white folks just came through and just destroyed it. Mm-hmm. I don't know all of those instances. So in a conversation with a brother I w- or a sister or whoever, I would hope that I can have a conversation with them about what I know without them demeaning me for what I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I think um, for me... There's a lot of things that I don't... Yeah, yeah. just to kind of wrap up, your, I want to make sure I answer your question. You know, I don't know what I don't know, so... That's that. And, you know, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of things I don't, I feel like I don't have the the range on. I don't have the range on marriage because I've never been married. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's certain things I can't speak on if I haven't experienced it. Yeah. So maybe I'll say that if I haven't experienced it, if I haven't felt it. Yeah, you clearly don't. If I haven't processed it Mm -hmm. for myself, I don't have the range for it. But remember, that's me going through it myself. Sure. So what someone else might think I have the rage on, that's their opinion. Yeah. You know, I I can't control, like, yeah. Yeah, maybe I should have reworded the question and maybe said, like, where you think your rage is limited, really, because it's, like, all a self-assessment type thing, right? So, like, for me, I think my range is very limited, even though, like, I would, you know, brand myself a mental health professional. Mm. And I've done, like, you know, some trainings on trauma work. My scope of work is usually just, like, anxiety, mood disorders, and, like, relationship improvement. Mm-hmm. Um, also combining with, like, sexuality work, right? Mm-hmm. So now the whole, like, R. Kelly, Bill Cosby, like, different traumas are coming up for people. And I found myself really just, like, not chiming in because I don't have, I think, the adequate training as far as, like, trauma work goes, Right. So in that sense, I'm just like, okay, I have the range in mental health, but I don't have my range is limited when it comes to trauma. Hmm. Can I challenge that? Sure. I'm just thinking to myself right now, why couldn't you chime in on a conversation about R. Kelly Mm -hmm. and just speak on 
how you feel. I mean, others are. Yeah, Whether well, we agree with them yeah. or not, others are. Well, that's so the whole purpose of you? this, right? So it's not to say that I can't chime in. But you're choosing... But I'm choosing because not to. Because you feel to, like you don't have the Because I don't want to add to a conversation right. just spilling my opinion and having it not based on, like, any training or not having it, like, really add or edify, right? Okay. I think we can easily add to a conversation and give our opinion, right? And in some contexts, that's completely appropriate because sometimes people ask you for it, right? But I think when a group is trying to learn or when a group is trying to really base or broaden their understanding based on like evidence and actual fact, because I don't have that training and I don't have that actual fact, I'm not going to put my hat in the ring and be like, this is my opinion. This is what I'm trying to say, because I think it does more harm than good sometimes. Sometimes it definitely does. I you agree know? with that 100 percent. And I'm sitting here thinking like we need we need a, a new hashtag. I just I just thought of it. Hashtag my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, folks need to be intentional about recognizing when they're about to spew some shit <laughs> mm-hmm. because there's. The option is always not to type it and tweet it and post it, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. That there yeah. that option is always there. But if we're being intentional about sending these messages out, whether it be Twitter, whether it be Facebook, whether it be Instagram, I think we also need to be intentional and in recognizing and respecting other people. And you know what I mean? And how they may receive or be triggered in a negative way by these messages. And we may need a disclaimer. Hashtag my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So people can be like, yo, this is just my opinion. I'm not trying to fuck nobody up with this. But for whatever reason, I feel like I need to just say this yeah. publicly. Mm-hmm. Right. And by it being a hashtag, we also have the option. Right. Because what we need to do is give people the option. Right. To be able to opt out of spaces where they feel like. This is not great for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. What, yeah. However that translates, whatever level that's on. Yeah. So by being a hashtag, people can mute that or turn that off. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm, I'm just trying to think of ways. How do we address these type of things? And that's just one. That's just something I just thought about just now. Sure. Sure. But folks who are skilled and, pro, you know, professionals in this realm maybe can come up with other things. But that's just me sitting here trying to come up with a way of. How do we not offend people with our opinions? Yeah. And I really like how you pointed out, and thank you for bringing XD's tweet to the table where it's saying, like, people are conflating opinion with fact. Mm. And to me, that's why I'm hearing, like, that's what the issue is. And this is where these things can become dangerous. So by stating this is my opinion or putting that disclosure out there, maybe that'll, you know, help with some of this. I don't know. I think that you just answered actually one of the questions that I was going to raise, like what makes someone have the range? And it's not that you need to have all the education under the world or be an expert in whatever topics being discussed, but it's also recognizing maybe like that you have an opinion, but that there are individuals that can be impacted by your opinion, right? So Mm -hmm. kind of just prefacing the fact that like, listen, this ain't based on fact. This is just what I feel. And then you are welcome to, you know, cancel this out to cancel or even like respond to it. But I think a lot of times what makes people not have the range is that they are willing to just put their opinion out there, stand by their opinion, fight for their opinion, but not really entertain other perspectives. Problematic. Right. And that's where that's one of the reasons why we sometimes avoid these type of conversations because we can see that, Early, mm-hmm. like mm-mm. that's going to be more of a me fight than a discussion. This, yeah, and yeah, that's not good for me or you. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I fucks with that. 
I was thinking back more to kind of the um, the opting out of certain conversations because of, you know, feeling like you don't necessarily have the range. Um, I was listening to The Friend Zone today and Fran had mentioned that, you know, sometimes she chooses not to engage in certain conversations. Like she was not a heavy, you know, voice in like the R. Kelly conversation. And she had mentioned on the, this week that like, if you keep quiet, people feel like you're secretly agreeing with whatever wrong yeah. is being highlighted. People projecting their own bullshit onto mm-hmm. you when you haven't even said yeah. anything. And she mentioned that a lot of people were asking her, like, you know, or saying to her, like, you know, you're not saying much. What do you think? What do you think? And the why question that she... Opinion? That's actually what she said. So a lot... She was saying, oh, you know, okay. why do you want to know what I think? Mm-hmm. And so I just want to put out there on the table... they're not secure with what they think. So I guess that's your answer to my question. <laughs> you know, <laughs> why do you feel like people are so concerned with, like, other people's Some points people of view? need that validation. Yeah. And they're... Yeah. Not willing to even admit that to themselves. Mm-hmm. Going back to, I feel like, XD's point, right? And kind of like wrapping it all around. He mentioned that people conflate opinion with fact. I think the reason why maybe some people are so concerned with other people's opinions is because they really don't have any of their own. Oop. Not even that they're insecure of theirs. But they don't have one. Or business of right? their own. They may not like. They really may just not have an opinion, right? They may, and so yeah, how like maybe their mindset is how do I go along with the fray? Well, let me look at kind of the influencers. People, let's be real. That's real. That's a real point. Thank you, P Ryan. That's a real point. Some you know, listen. Come on, people listen to podcasts, follow blogs, watch yeah. influencers on YouTube because for reasons, right? They want to know what these people who, you know. <laughs> A lot of y'all put on pedestals um, way above people that are in your own family or that you love. You know, you don't even know these people, but whatever. Um, They want to know what these people are thinking Mm -hmm. about hard press issues. Hell, I I subscribe (laughs) to The Grapevine on YouTube. Um, Shout out to Akuna, I believe is her first name. I hope I did not fuck that up. But... um, I subscribe because she has these great discussions with so many different types of people from all walks of life that have all different types of opinions, right? Mm -hmm. And she continuously invites these people back to the show to talk about these issues. And I watch it because I'm just, I'm interested in what other people think about certain topics, Mm -hmm. right? But I think it becomes dangerous when, like you said, when we... It just informs what we think. That, come on, come on, like... yeah. Yeah. I think that's a bit much. Right. Too much. Mm-hmm. Gotta have some indivi- individualism. I'm glad you highlighted podcasts and other publications because I think that's what kind of inspired too. So I talked about our overlapping social circles, but I think another thing that inspired this conversation for me was the fact that we have a show. People are taking in our opinions 24 7. Uh-oh. Other people have shows. People are taking in their opinions 24 um, 7. There are publications out there. I mentioned BuzzFeed. Um, there are, it's you know, blogs one. out there where people, you know, ha- I, as one who used to blog we when are, I was, you know, yeah. consumers in a different part people of the are US. Consuming people are constant consuming, constantly consuming information. And honestly, in the, in the opinions of others. Yeah, your mind will be blown as to how much, how many people are consuming your information, right? And so I think the reason why I don't engage in some conversations is because I recognize there's kind of a responsibility there, even though there's kind of not. So like, we're not asking to be, you know, mindset influencers, right? Mm -hmm. 
Right. So in a way, there's like not a responsibility. But then on the flip side, there has to be an awareness that people are taking in what you're saying. And sometimes they're not even going to CNN to back what you're saying up. So I could literally say, yeah, Beyonce dyed her hair red last week. So red is the color of the day. Right. (laughs) And then somebody will take that and run. I agree with that. 100% 100% because it's the same argument people have for celebrities, right? Sure. Listen, we understand that you guys did not sign up to be role models, mm-hmm. but you must understand that, that you, you have influence. There, what you put Come out on, you can't be others. ignorant to this. Mm-hmm. And if you are ignorant to it, that's when it can become destructive. Yeah. yeah. Or you try to play this game. Yeah. And I'm not going to say any names. I won't but a lot of them try to play this game. Like they, oh, I didn't sign up to be no role model. So y'all, y'all don't even be listening to what I'm saying or what I'm doing, looking at what I'm doing, but they are. And I you think, see the views yeah. on your videos. You see the likes. You see the comments, right? Mm-hmm. So let's not be ignorant to what is right in front of we sometimes we choose not to see shit because we just don't want to deal with it. Yeah. And by saying it's not there in our mind. We don't have to deal with it because it doesn't exist, but it does. Sure. Get your life. When I think final thought, um, I don't really have one per se, but I would just encourage all listeners to be introspective, right? Assess for you, like, what does it mean to have the range? Is my range limited on a certain topic that I'm about to spill my guts out about? Um, And, you know, if you find that your range is limited, figure out maybe how to kind of expand that range. I'm not saying that you have to be like me and edit yourself out of a conversation if you're not fully informed about a conversation, because, you know, that's just how I'm living my life. But, you know, if you feel like, you know, you could improve on your knowledge in some way, shape or form and be more informed before you step into like a speaking arena, do so. I don't even know what to say. That's my final thought. Do you have one? I love great conversation. Thank you for bringing this topic to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just say hashtag my opinion. Okay. And <laughs> I'm acting like that shit don't exist. I'm sure people already use that hashtag. I don't know. Let's look it up. We need to use it more, right? Mm-hmm. Like just, I think people need to be more aware of what they're doing, and you know, in this journey of being woke, always questioning yourself. Sure. About what you say you think you know. Yeah. And question those absolutes. Because when we become concrete and set in stone, that can become... Mm, mm. That can get messy. Because everything is not what it seems. Everyone doesn't see everything how you see it. Everything doesn't. Everyone doesn't process things. People don't see the world. People don't even see you how you see yourself. Come on now. That's enough to be like, absolutes are dangerous because perception is a bitch go back and listen to our episode about perception that shit will have you fucked up okay that's my final thought the man who knows some things knows that he knows Knows nothing nothing at all 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 right we'll be right back y'all all All right (laughs) if you'd like to make a call please hang up and try again if you need help hang up and then dial your operator Hey guys, so we're back. We back. Hi. You know what time it is, P. Ryan? Yes, it's time for that hung up or hanging up. You going first? I could. You going? I could. Like Respucia said to Thaddy Newton and and Norbit. Nothing. She was like, are you going? Because she wanted to know if she was. Not Thaddy Newton from Beloved. (laughs) Okay. Is it Beloved? It is Beloved. That she was, yeah. Wasn't she in that? She was in Beloved. 
Respiration, they were on that beach. They were in that play, that water, that water park. Mm-hmm. Where she created the tidal wave. And she wanted to know if she was going to the snack station. <laughs> you going? Well, well you could have fooled me. Okay. Well, okay. I will say that I You am... push that plate away. Oh, Don't you oh. better not blame God. I'm a Christian. Oh, okay. Okay? You skinny. Look at you. Just bones and skin and skin and bones. You don't want to push that plate away. I'm a Christian. Don't you blame my God. Okay? Check out Norbit, y'all. Check out Norbit. <laughs> my bad. Go ahead. On tonight, on tonight, I am hung up on none other than Delivered! <laughs> okay? Andrew Caldwell. Okay. A.K.A. Delivered. Okay? Okay. okay. My girl. Mm-hmm. My good sis in the fur. Mm-hmm. Who, ooh, I feel like Chris Jenner, the Kardashian mother. When he shaded that white woman. <laughs> I love him. So he Is lo- that the video you're talking about? Uh-uh. Oh. <laughs> he was just, he was wearing like a fur coat and said he feels like Chris Jenner. But I love him. Apparently he's obsessed with the Kardashians, right? But he has never really had a chance to meet them. So earlier this week, Alexis Skye, known from Love and Hip Hop, I've kind of been endeared to her because I realized she's Jamaican. So, you know, we family. Mm. Um, she was recently. Is that the rap? That's not the rapper. No, I'm my, thinking um, of a... Fetty Wap's girlfriend oh. or Fetty Wap's baby mama. Oh, yeah. Okay, not the. I'm thinking of that rapper. You know, I'm talking about dark skin. I think she's Jamaican. She. Oh, Spice! You're talking about my girl Spice, my lover. Remember, like a I few months Spice. ago, yeah. that cover came out, or she did some type of promo, and she had bleached, quote yeah. unquote, bleached her skin. It was for her album, and people mm-hmm. like totally misinterpreted like mm-hmm. what she was trying to do. But yeah, uh, okay. No Spice, love her. Well, I guess we'll see her on Love and Hip Hop um, Atlanta. But <laughs> that's your girl. Oh, that's my girl. But Alexis <laughs> Sky was recently found um, canoodling with Rob Kardashian, or really, she was just up at that nigga's house, right? Andrew Caldwell delivered, posted on his Instagram story. Oh, that Alexis guy, I'm coming for her. Then he followed up and posted a picture under her photo, talking about, or posted a comment under her photo saying, You will never be a Kardashian. <laughs> 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 when I tell you that young lady has time and I love her, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I know this ain't much to be hung up about. No, but this is what you hung up on. It's, in my new semester, matters, my first week of school, <laughs> she gave me the joy I needed. Okay? I see. You will never be a Kardashian. And I can just hear deliver its mouth. Okay? You are tickled pink. I am tickled. I am tickled pink. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm tickled. Okay. You can are you hung make up. a custom fur hat? Andrew Caldwell. <laughs> yes. And that's it. What about yeah. you? Well, this week, I, I'm really just hung up on the folks that got to go to work with no pay. Mercy. Mercy. That's, and that's really where I wanted to end this. Yeah. You know, like, the shit we going through right now. I forgot my job was funded by the government, but they said them checks going to hit on Friday. So listen. But think about the people who haven't been paid. Yes. It's been 30 days. And got days. rent due on the 1st and the 5th. Rent, on the 1st. The mortgage. Yeah. Daycare, okay. I don't have no kids, but I know daycare expensive as hell. Oh uh, yeah, too Unless expensive. You, own one. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People are really out here. They're hurting, suffering, right? Yeah. And we have this idiot in the White House, asshole, serving McDonald's plates. When I know there's an Olive Garden around the way, 
with the sauces. Okay. One sauce. In the gravy bowls. One sauce. Okay. In the gravy bowls. Oh, he's trash. He is garbage. Okay. And, and, the, and your hotel down like, the street on, has y'all. catering? Come on. Okay. All, all y'all white folks, and I know white women outvoted white men. All right? Go back and look at the stats. Then he said these are people's favorite white foods. White women Who's outvoted white men. But y'all voted for him. And that small percentage, think 3%, 4%, y'all black people, that small percentage, all y'all that voted for this man. Come on, man. Come on. That's a problem. Come on. That's a problem. So my thought is, and I'm sure a lot of folks is, how long is this going to go on? Mm-hmm. Because, and you he has stated... And he has stated publicly that he's not moving yeah. until he gets his wall. So what does that mean? It's going to impact a and lot And he of has people. shown time and time again that he doesn't understand, as a president, what his actions mean, what his tweets could mean. Yeah, it's going to... What he says, how that can affect people, how his policies, these bullshit-ass policies that they're rolling out, how could they in- impact people? And that's why people have said again and again, this man is not fit to be the president. He doesn't know nothing about it. Yeah. And he has proven that and he has shown shown that over and over again. Right? And what did y'all do? We got our black president. And we got our first lady for the two terms, right? That we could get them for. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Will y'all ever vote for another black president again? A lot of people say no. I don't really know. I don't really know. But what we do know is that even with y'all voting in this motherfucker, y'all white folks have really shown their true asses racist white folks that's who i'm talking to i'm not talking to all white folks right and to the white folks listening that's not counting in that check your friends at work check your friends at the bar where you at that do some bullshit or say some bullshit right don't stand by idly and don't say no shit because you hanging out with the good old boys and we have to uphold these bullshit as standards. And a lot of this shit goes on in corporate rooms with CEOs and executives that run companies that employ women and people of color and people that are from the trans community that have come from all walks of life, religions. I'm done. Let me get off my soapbox. The fuck? Okay. Am I ranged? Okay? Somebody could argue that. But what I just said, I meant that shit. You did. Okay. I don't know everything about it. I can't give you all the facts. I can't run everything down bullet point by bullet point. Call me what you want, right? But I have something to say because it makes me feel away. So hashtag my opinion. That's my disclaimer. And I'm out. Yes. Okay. Y'all, this has been another fucking episode of the Hung Up Podcast. Okay? <laughs> so, bitch, do we need to do this whole spiel? They got it in the beginning. We have to always oh, okay. do, because this is what we do. As always, I am P. Ryan. You can find me on Instagram and the Twitter at I-A-M-P-R-Y-A-N. Y'all know it's me, Eric. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> Y'all can find me at E. Dante Cole on the Twitter, on the Instagram. Find us both on Instagram and Twitter at H-U-N-G-U-B-P-O-D <laughs> and on Facebook.com slash HungUpPod. Send your emails, your love, your feedback on this episode and prior episodes to HungUpPod at gmail.com and as P. Ryan 
mentioned earlier, don't forget we have a call button yeah, now call on our Insta page. Please, we would love to hear from you and include you in on the conversation. Or if you would like to be a part of a live conversation, inbox us. Yes, yes. We can work something out. And uh, send us your ratings and reviews. Thank you so much for the ones you've sent. We, as we said, we are 62 on Apple Podcasts. Give us 69 ratings. Okay, five star, five star, five star. Bye. Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Yes. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere that you can find a man who won't assume that McDonald's is your favorite meal. Because that shit is not. Okay? <laughs> you guys have a good one. All right, y'all. Peace. Bye.